Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey everyone, Alexi Talanda here. And before we get this episode started, I just wanted to thank some people from our Patreon. Thank you to Claire Smith, Dwayne Farver, Twiglets Are Great to Eat, and Death to Komatsu. And a very special thank you to Christina Amos and Daryl Williamson. If you would like to help support the Osteo Network and get access to a bunch of bonus content, then head on over to patreon.com slash osteumpodcast. You'll get access to the Osteum Sagas at any support level, which is currently 16 episodes ahead of the Osteum Sagas release on this feed. So once again, that's patreon.com slash osteumpodcast. Okay, let's get episode 63, Anomalies 2, started, shall we? 
I heard the start of something loud, and then it was abruptly cut off. My eyes were of course closed at that point. As soon as I felt things build into a crescendo, I knew something bad was going to happen. Was this to be my last few pathetic moments of life, and was I about to be snuffed out like a falling star? I kept my eyes closed because I was bloody terrified. Then, much like Peter Venkman did after the Ghostbusters caught their first ghost, I slowly opened one eye and had a look round. I was still sitting on the chair, on top of the fuse stack, except I was somehow completely dry. I opened both eyes and ran my hands over my body. Yep, I was dry as a bone. Contrary to the gallon of water I'd poured on myself just a minute ago. Of course, that had been a different place, and perhaps a different time. It all looked the same to me though, but I had to be sure. I had to be thorough and methodical about it, so I could find out what was going on and what exactly had happened to me. Zhang, are you there? At first there was nothing, just silence. And then I thought I heard a weird sound or two, like it was the start of something. A bit of a word, less than a syllable, but that was it. I waited a little longer just to be sure, but there was nothing. So I got up off my ass and started clambering down. Very carefully, mind you, going step by step. A misplaced foot or a slip could send me tumbling down like Humpty Dumpty, or Eggy Freddy according to Zyra. A broken bone would render me bloody useless. I walked around the stack of chairs, and that's when I saw the first change. That's when I knew I was in a whole new place. On the other side of the stack of chairs, so opposite to the way I'd been sitting, was a door. Yep, just your ordinary, very average ostium door, playing its part as a bit of support for the fused chair tower. I'd say it was bloody weird, but honestly, it wasn't. After all we've seen, it's almost becoming expected at this point although I was still surprised, because I thought the experiment hadn't really done anything other than give my clothes a good tumble dry. So now I knew I was somewhere new. I had another look around, going slower this time, and that's when I noticed another thing I hadn't noticed before. There was no other door in the room, no other way out. On the far wall where there should have been one, there was just a solid wall. When Ostium wants to, it can make things very simple for the traveler. I had only one option, one door to take. So I grasped the handle and opened it. Of course, I couldn't see what was on the other side, so it was yet another leap of faith into the ostium unknown. I was back at the pier. That one I'd been delivered to with Mum, on that fancy boat. I didn't know I was there right away, because everything was black, but I could hear the sounds, the water lapping against the wooden key, and then I gasped, because it was just like that time in Ostium, with the cr I mean, when Thyra was trapped on the inside. Dark, but with a strange greenish and bluish glow to everything. You know, like Blade Runner, all cyberpunky. So because I'd been in a similar setting before, I kept my cool. I breathed slowly and let my eyes get used to the lack of light and strange colours. Then I could see what I was hearing was what I thought. I was at the pier, standing on that old used wood. Except it had that glowy look and seemed much newer, more recent. Not like the jib island I was used to, fresher, like it hadn't been around for that long. 
And that's when I saw I was dead right, because tied up very nicely to the key, with big swinging fenders on the side, was the luxury yacht Mum and I had used to get to the Ostium network. It looked new too, as far as I could tell, in this weird dark atmosphere. I felt the urge and gave into it, walking down the key till I found the gangplank. It was just lying there, inviting me on deck. Captain, may I come aboard? I said to no one, then got really worried someone actually would say something from the dark. No sound. <sighs> My heart returned to its normal tempo. And then there was a big explosion of static happenings. I knew what those sounds were. I'd heard them before, from when something... No, from when Thyra had been trying to break out of the prison she'd been in and get free. The prison that Mum and Jake said looked a lot like where I was right now. I didn't stop to think about it, but just reacted. I started running towards it, like a complete bloody idiot. But I needed to know what was happening, and if it was Thyra, or somebody, or something else. I wanted to be able to help if I could. It didn't take me long to get winded, then get a sharp burning itch in my side. But it didn't slow me down either, and it didn't take me long to find the place. I just had to follow the noise, because unlike before, this sound kept going growing a little bit stronger by the minute. And then I was bursting through the door and into a big, dark, empty room, except there was a giant glowing fucking pentagram on the floor that made me squint. Then I saw more giant pentagrams, one on each of the walls, and one even on the ceiling somehow. How the fuck had all these been done? Then I saw the person. She was standing there, no, leaning with her back against the wall. The wall was keeping her upright, holding her there, she was the most exhausted person I'd ever seen. Black smudges under the eyes that looked like she'd dumped piles of black makeup on each cheek. Dry cracked lips. Sallow skin that cast a very unhealthy pallor in the pentagram glow. But her eyes... Her eyes still had life in them. They still had hope. And she was looking at me now. Shock dawning on her face. How are you here? Her voice was a croaky mess. It sounded like she'd been gargling glass chips and splinters and then swallowed them all after. It's... it's a bloody long story. You're from Britannica? That's, well, also a bloody long story too. It's okay. I've got nothing but time. Nothing but fucking time. I'm not going anywhere. Why's that? Because I'm fucking stuck here, aren't I? I... I didn't know that. I don't know who you are. What's your name? She was staring right at me. She looked really pissed off. I was starting to get worried. You really don't know, do you? How the hell did you get here? Through... Through a weird experiment, I suppose. It took me from the Osteom Network to this place. Even know where you are? I have an idea. I've been to a place like this before. I don't suppose you know someone named Thyra? She's one of the Circe. No. Never fucking heard of her. And what the hell is the Circe? Oh, they're like, well, this group of witches, I suppose. No, sorceresses from a planet called Albion. Sounds like bullshit to me. Except for the witch part. Why is that, then? Because I'm a witch. You are? 
Marla pushed herself off the wall and took a few uncertain steps towards me. I could see her better now as she came closer. She looked, well, she looked like she wasn't from any time I knew. She had a lot of piercings, in her nose, her lips, her eyebrows, and of course her ears. There were also marks on her face I hadn't been able to make out before, but I now realized were tattoos. And they were all one continuous design that reached down her neck, onto her shoulders, which were bare and across her collarbones. Whatever she was wearing looked thin and sleek that somehow allowed the tattoos to show through, but still covered her body fully so it looked like she was naked but not at the same time. She had an anthropomorphic form, and that was it as far as being human was concerned. As to when she might be from, I knew it wasn't my time. She looked futuristic in a word, from some distant time way ahead of my own. Kind of how everyone looked in Back to the Future 2, only a lot less cheesy and just cool and futuristic looking. Especially with that bit where she thought I was from somewhere called Britannica. And the tattoos covered her whole body, from head to toe it seemed. Her feet looked bare, or encased in part of the same suit of clothing, so I could see the shape of her foot, and where the tattoo continued, but could also see her toes. And then I saw something else that made me blink at least three times. I was trying to make sure my eyes were as clear as possible, that I was really seeing what I thought I was seeing. Because the tattoos were moving. They looked like they were alive somehow, slowly writhing, undulating, like lazy snakes and sleepy creatures. I also got hints of different colours, blues, greens, reds and purples, and more I couldn't make out in the dim light. Then I looked back into the witch's eyes, because now I knew for sure. I see you're convinced now. Name's Marla. And I want to get the fuck out of here so bad, like you wouldn't believe. I understand. Completely. How long have you been here? I have no damn idea. Time doesn't run smoothly and logically here. But I know it's been a long fucking time. While he's tried everything he can to use me and suck me dry like a dead insect. He? Jake fucking Fisher. Oh, shit. I decided to act stupid before she could get suspicious. And who is Jake fucking Fisher when he's at home? The fury was back in her eyes. He's the fucking guy who found me and caged me like a horlax, then kidnapped me and stuck me in here. He's the guy at the top of the Ostium Network who promised me luxury, fame, success, whatever I wanted, all to trick me and use me. And as soon as he stuck me in here, I knew it was one big fucking mistake. No way out. And then he started using me for his project. For making his doors and allowing him to go wherever the fuck he wanted. I'm sorry, I don't understand. It doesn't make... Sense? You said you're from the Ostium Network, so you fucking know what I'm talking about. Okay, yes, I do. But making doors, I... That's not an easy thing to do. Especially not anywhere. At this point, I of course was thinking of Jake and his ability to literally do just that. Make doors and portals come into existence. Ostiums. That could take him anywhere he wanted to go, just about. I knew it took a lot of work on his part, a lot of energy, and took a toll, which was exactly why he was lost right now, in time, and why my mum was trying to... 
and I knew would eventually find him. You're right. It takes power. A lot of power. Which is where I come in for that bastard. It's why he needs me. Why he fucking kidnapped me and stuck me in here. And I've been here for years. Decades. Maybe even centuries. I just don't fucking know. It's been very fucking long. I can tell you that. And I know I don't look as young and fabulous as I used to. I just kept quiet here, sensing another kind of trap. Hmm. You're wise to keep your tongue. I know I must look like shit, but it's not like it's my fault. He's been sapping me, Jake. Fucking Fisher. Sapping my will, sapping my energy, sapping my fucking magical ability. Sure, I get some of it back as time passes, recharge, so to speak. But then he goes right back to taking what's not his again. Like those ancient batteries that used to store energy. You could recharge them, but they never quite kept the same charge as before. Slowly but surely becoming weaker and less efficient, less useful. That's me. And what's going on here, then? Is this part of Jake Fisher's doing? Fuck no. This is all me. I'm trying to break free. Get right the fuck out of here. So you can get him? Jake? Maybe. I don't know. Probably not. If I do get out, I just want to get as far as fucking possible from this place and anything to do with that asshole. Hide out for a while and see if I've got any life left inside me that's worth living. Maybe I'll find my people after. Your coven? Sure. Whatever. But I can't do any of that till I get the fuck out of here. How... how did you get the pentagrams to stay on the wall? And the ceiling? It's all chalk. What's making it stay in place? Good fucking magic. That's what. The little I've saved kept hidden deep inside myself. I didn't have anything at first. Thought I could fight back. <laughs> Stop him from taking what wasn't fucking his. But that didn't work. It's this place. I've got no defenses, no protection. Wherever he is, and however he's doing it, he just does it. And I'm fucking helpless. So... I started saving a part of myself. Really tiny bits. Minuscule. Nothing to really brag about. Nothing that can actually do anything. But the thing is, no matter how small those little bits of power, those iotas of magic are, if you keep adding to them over the many, many fucking years, you get more and more. And then you have something you can work with. And then you have to force yourself to keep waiting longer. As your life and essence is literally getting sucked out of you. And then, before you know it, a couple hundred years have gone by and you've got something you can use to actually do magic with. That's 
I don't really know what to say. Bloody impressive. The will. Yeah, it's strong in me. As for the pentagrams, you've got to make them. Create them on the floor to absolute perfection. Then, you use a static spell to hold them in place. Then a transposition spell to move them onto the walls and the ceiling. It's not easy. It's not quick. But if you've got time and, like I said, I've got fuckloads, then you can make it happen. So you've managed to break through then? Is this a way out? I don't know yet. I'm still working on it. The spell is still doing its thing. It's about halfway now. I was just taking a quick break, trying to keep myself going when you showed up. Is there... is there anything I can do to help? Really? You're asking? I don't suppose you happen to be a fellow witch or wizard or whatever. Can you cast magic? Unfortunately, no. Didn't think so. But you still managed to get here. So how did you do that? Like I said, with an experiment, and I guess I used the magic of the Ostium network in a way to make it happen, which for all intents and purposes is partly doing magic, I guess. You mentioned a sorceress before. Yes, Thyra. What's her story? Same as yours, sadly. Taken from her planet and imprisoned here in the Ostium network. And is she still trapped, like me? No. How do you know this? Because she got free, with the help of... With the help of my friends. They got her out from where she was and back to the Ostium network. Not the ideal place to end up, I suppose, but beggars can't be choosers, right? Indeed. So again, is there anything I can do? Yes. Actually, I think there is. The magic you used or mentioned that the Ostium network has, how is it cast? In what form? Well, I suppose I doused myself in water that came from... from a place of magic like this one. Though when I came to, I was already dry. It was gone. I'll be the judge of that. Can I come closer? Yes, of course. Thanks for asking. Marla then stepped even closer to me and lifted her hands. The palms were also tattooed, and I could see the designs writhing before my very eyes. I didn't have to ask her if this was part of her magic. Her eyes widened. It's still there. I can feel it. Can... no. May I take it from you? Not all of it. Some of it. Most of it. I thought for a moment. This would leave me weak. And probably bloody knackered. But if she left me some, then I'd still be okay. And I'd still be able to come back somehow, I thought. It at least made a sort of weird sense to me. Yes, but not all of it, like you said. I will not, I promise. Then I felt it start to pull from me, and my body felt soaked again, just like it had after I dumped the water on me, and the bright, white, bluish light lifted off of me like a luminescent effervescence, and as more of it came off, I could feel myself grow heavier and become weaker. I could also see Marla getting stronger, standing up straighter, growing more rigid. And just when I thought I'd made a terrible mistake, and she was going to take it all because she was much, much stronger than me and could do it easily if she wanted to and leave me for dead, she suddenly stopped. I collapsed to the floor, as if she'd been holding me up or carrying me, 
and then just dropped me like a sack of just about anything. I slowly picked myself up, using the wall for support like she had before, and saw she hadn't reacted when I'd fallen down. She was too absorbed in the new power she'd gained. I could see she looked different, healthier, younger. There was more life in her eyes now. Her skin looked a lot better too. She also looked really pissed off now, as opposed to just being mildly before. It was as if I didn't exist to her anymore. She was walking over the pentagram on the floor, standing in its center. I could feel the tension building in the room. The hair on my arms and head started lifting up, my skin tingling. I inched back to the doorway and then out into the corridor, wanting to watch, but also not wanting to be anywhere near the line of fire. I didn't know what she was going to do, what was about to happen, and I didn't want to become a casualty of magical ministrations. I didn't have worried. It was loud, it was bright, it was incredibly powerful. And then it was all sort of dark again, and smoky, like fire and brimstone smoky, like it was Guy Fawkes and all the fireworks had gone off at the same time. So it took a while for the literal smoke to clear, for the luminescent glow to return and allow me to see anything, to see what had actually happened. Marla was gone. To where? To when? I had no idea. She just wasn't there anymore. She'd done it. She'd really done it. The spell had worked, and she'd gotten out somehow. And now she was free. Wherever that may be, it at least wasn't here in the bowels of the Ostium network. I felt a great sense of accomplishment. Not that I'd really done anything, but I'd at least been a part of it, been a witness to it. And there was also a sense of loss, of loneliness. It was just me and my lonesome again. I had to have a sit down then, rest a bit and recharge. I felt bloody white. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. 
Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Did Marla look like Thyra at all? Any chance it was the same person somehow? Huh. Interesting question, Jake. That thought never occurred to me. As in it was Thyra behind everything with the Ostium Network? The power behind everything? Maybe. Or there were different iterations of her, from different timelines, different realities. Okay, that's turning my mind to jelly a bit. Yes, hun. It seems pretty out there. I'm just spitballing here, kind of saying what's coming into my head as Steve is telling us this. Huh. Usual Jake, then. Yep. (laughs) Would you expect anything else? When I'd recovered my senses and my strength, I got up and was about to leave, but then stopped and turned back to the room. All the pentagrams were still there, looking all creepy and glowing. It just didn't look right to leave it all like that. So I did something I saw on a film once. It might have been The Craft, but don't quote me on that. 
I went back in the room and, using my hands and feet, wiped away the pentagrams, or at least obscured them, breaking the circles and ending whatever magical power they possessed. At least that's what I thought I was doing. It did feel like after I was done there was less tension in the air. Well, that was just my imagination playing tricks with me. Made me feel better anyway. So where was I to go next? I was thinking about how I'd been led to this place with the first of the anomalies Jake and I had seen. So logic would say I should make my way towards one of the other two. We therefore had two choices. It was either go check out the origin of the weird tower of fused chairs or find out how the creepy music of Claire de Lune became synchronized with water somehow. I tried to remember the notes of music and what it felt like being in that shower room and how fucking unnatural and uncool it was and quickly made the decision to go with the other one. I found my way out of the building in the weird glowy light. I was starting to think either my eyesight was getting better at seeing in this pathetic darkness or I was getting used to living in this limited light or maybe a little of column A and a little of column B. I got back onto a main street and headed towards what I thought was the building where Jake and I had found that strange stack of chairs. I found it, went inside, found nothing. I checked every room in the building. Each one had that soft glow allowing me to see if there was anything inside, and each one of them had been completely empty. So I came out and tried another building that I thought could be a contender. Same result. This went on for an annoying amount of time, and I was starting to think it was hopeless. And then I heard it. It appeared I was going to have to deal with this particular unwanted anomaly after all, whether I wanted to or not. <sighs> Shit. This episode was written, edited, and produced by Alex E. Talander. The part of Jake is performed by Chris Fletcher. The part of Monica is performed by Georgia McKenzie. The part of Steve is performed by Alex E. Talander. The part of Marla is performed by Kira Apple. Sound design was done by the wonderful Mike Nye of Hell and Well Met Podcasts. For more info, check out hellandwellmetpodcast.com. Music featured in this episode is PCGCP by PC3 courtesy of the Free Music Archive. Be sure to check out the artist at freemusicarchive.org. The theme song was composed by Chris Fletcher. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to help out the Austin Network, you can talk about it on social media and leave us a review on your podcast platform of choice. Thank you to all our patrons on the Austin Network Patreon. We couldn't do it without you. If you would like to support our shows, you can do that at patreon.com slash Podcast. You'll get access to lots of bonus material, including brand new episodes of the Ostium Sagas, and getting access to new episodes of Ostium a week before regular release. For more info on Ostium, our other shows, transcripts, and merchandise, you can visit ostiumnetwork.com. The Ostium Podcast is a member of the Rusty Quill Network. 
For other great Rusty Quill shows, be sure to check out RustyQuill.com. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you in two weeks with our next episode. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.